Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers, and this is... Pat O. Pat O. It's kind of weird to talk to you. It's still daylight outside right now. Um, I'm not used to that. Uh, I know the sun has not gone down. We, this is unprecedented. It we is. Have no idea what's happening. <laughs> uh, the, the sun is still hanging in the sky. We hope that this is just a rare anomaly, but maybe this could be end times. So I, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out. <laughs> I guess people that listen to the show, it doesn't make sense to you guys. We're just or, recording. Or we're just time. recording like three hours early. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, whatever. <laughs> you know, hey, we then we got a little bit more energy going on. How was your, uh, you know, your weekend? My weekend was okay. Uh, I went shooting on Friday, uh, my first time since the operation. And uh, so that was a lot of fun. I was a little rusty, but nothing nothing too embarrassing. My, yeah. my go-to move is to get one of the targets where someone's being held hostage and then I try to shoot the gun out of the bad guy's hand, like good spaghetti westerns. So <laughs> instead of like shooting the bad guy, like, cause like, you know, it's a paper target, right? So it totally holds up that in real life, if someone had a gun to my kid's head, I could just like whip out my gun, you know, whip out my, my nine millimeter and like shoot the gun out of his hand. But uh, that's what I like to practice doing. And uh, it was a lot of fun. So but I took my friend Candace, it was her birthday and she wanted to go. Uh, she did uh, a, a lot of the artwork for the podcast, as well as most of my movie posters and uh, the stuff for Fireside Mechanical. Oh, so yeah, friend of the show. She actually listened. I had no idea. She was like telling me stuff about shit that we said on the show, and I was like, "You actually listened to the show?" She's like, "Yeah, I did all your, I did your logo and stuff." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's a way to get listeners, I guess, is to have them do artwork for us." And you know, but thank you, Candace. And uh, it's, you know, it's kind of interesting, like whenever I go shooting, which I don't do it, a t I used to do it like once or twice a month. Now, obviously, I kind of hit a lull, but, um, you know, you'd think that like dudes would be lining up to do it, but it's never dudes that want to go with me. It's always chicks. Yeah. Which well, I don't get, you know. Why? I, maybe I'm being sexist, but it just doesn't seem like an inherently female. Because when you go to the range, it's, it's like 90% guys. So 95% guys and the 5% girls that are there are like there with another dude. So whenever I like post something on Instagram or Facebook, okay, like, Hey, who wants to go to the range together? It's all chicks that are like, Ooh, I want to go. I want to go. So I don't know. I mean, it doesn't That's matter. To, it doesn't matter to me either way. Um, do you have a lot of, do you have more chick friends than you do guy friends? Honestly, I do. I, I, I have more guy friends than I do chick friends. Why do you think that is? Uh, because I'm a heathen and, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they, they, I think women are intimidated by other women. I think that that's kind of ingrained in them to, to, to have that. I mean, it's just kind of what you learn growing up is that other women are your competition. I'm not, um, you know, I, I have better chances of flirting with you than, than your boyfriend or your husband or whatever. But, you know, I think that that is makes a big rift and because i'm so open and, and heathenistic um you know they find me really extra intimidating and I, I hate that because i like women um i like to look at their boobs while i talk to them and <laughs> don't we all <laughs> i'm just kidding that's, see that's that's what i'm saying that's i got i got man humor i don't know <laughs> you know i i think that i'm too i have male friends and i have very strong long-term male friendships but I have few of them, whereas like female friends, I feel like I have definitely I've learned since fucking heart surgery shit. I have way more fair weather female friends 
where like yeah i talk to more chicks and there's more chicks around but like as far as guys go my my bonds with my male friends um probably tend to be a little bit stronger and i think I, like a lot of guys that are that are weaker than me are like intimidated by me and don't want to be around me like if you look at the dude friends that i do have that i'm real like tight with we're all like titans of industry like alphas like very like it, like we run our shit so there's no like competition or like uh you know we all we we might not all do the same thing but we're all very good at what we do yeah if that makes any sense so we don't yeah. feel threatened by each other it's like oh like this guy might like jacobson legal services like you know my buddy lee like he's a lawyer like i'm not a lawyer but i don't need to be a lawyer like i'm just as much of a badass as he is i just do different shit you know and uh i don't know so you know i'll say that i, I was informed uh over the weekend that one of my fr- I'm in a fight with one of my friends, one of my really close friends, and I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm like, well, we are? Why? You know, and somebody came to me, they're like, you want me to intervene? I heard you guys were fighting. I was like, I had no idea. Um, and, you know, I found out that apparently it has something to do with, with, with jealousy, and I, I'm like, wait. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> jealous of them? I'm not jealous. That's the thing. I'm just like, <laughs> You know, and that's, I guess maybe that's my issue. Like, I don't have that, like, ingrained in me. Like, I don't get intimidated by other people. And, you know, that is one thing that I can say with the utmost confidence. I don't compare myself to other people like that. Right. You know, um, I just don't have, I don't have a reason. Even people that are, you know, like me or maybe we have the same interests or hobbies or professions or whatever. I don't feel the need to be like, oh, they're better than me. Because they're not, nobody's better than anybody. You're just different. And, you know, so it was shocking to me to find out that that we were in a fight because of because of jealousy. And I was like, wait, why is this person jealous of me? I think they think that I'm jealous of them. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just not. And I just told the other person, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Don't intervene because I'm too old for that. So (laughs) People, people like us learn at a very early age to be okay with the fact that we're different. Right. Yes. We learn we, we learn that as a survival mechanism. And when we get older, one of the benefits of that is that we don't necessarily get jealous of other people. Now, I am petty as fuck, and I'll go on the record and say that. I like, can be too, yeah. Yo, Absolutely. fuck yeah. Like, I, I get real fucking, like, petty about shit, but it's not necessarily jealous. You could not pay me any amount of money in the world to change positions with someone else. Um, you know, I mean, unless it's somebody that's underneath someone that I want to be underneath, it's fine. But like, <laughs> other than that, like, I'm perfectly yeah. happy with who I am. And I would not want to change that for the world. So I don't get jealous. Now, when other motherfuckers get the hookup that they don't deserve, oh, I'll sit around the kitchen table and bitch about that all night. Yeah. But that's well, different. that's a different thing, right? And yeah. so, I mean, you know, I, and I agree. Like, I don't, uh, you know, I don't feel the need to have the, I, I just, you know, if I do, it's not like I've never, ever felt jealous ever. I'm not, <laughs> come on, I'm human, right? Really? I mean, we have those those moments. But when I do feel jealousy, I don't take it as an opportunity to go, well, fuck that person. They suck. No, I take it as an opportunity to look inward. Why am I jealous? What What about that makes me jealous of them? What am I lacking and what do I need to change to to have that? And so, you know. Right. My emotional r- response usually is something along the lines of, oh, man, I need to get my shit together. Right. It's me. not like right. it's not like, oh, fuck this person. It's like it's like, oh, man, that could have been me. They're not smarter than me. They're not better than me. They're not more talented than me. What did they do that I didn't do? Were they, were, did they work harder? 
I need to work harder. You know what I mean? Right. I'm such a narcissist. I even make that. I even make my jealousy all about me. And like, you know, someone someone else's success. It's not like, oh, how how do I, how do I make that? How do I, what do I have to do? Yeah. Which is good because then, you know what? As much as it's like, yeah, you're putting pressure on yourself and maybe it's undue sometimes and whatever. I'd rather be like that and be a hard worker than walk around hating people for stupid fucking reasons. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I popped in last night on the uh, Strange Conversations over there with the uh, Hey Strangeness talking to, you know, our buddy, Greg Morrow. I waved. And uh, did you wave at me? Um, my phone was acting so weird. Um, I think that uh, Russia is, is conducting a cyber attack on, on social media. I don't know. Anyway, um, so as I came in the room, they were t- literally talking about how much I do. <laughs> yeah, they were um... – I was popping in and out. One of the things I don't like about when you do that is that you can't switch to a different app, which I'm always switching back and forth. Right. But yeah, it they were. on you. <laughs> they were. Uh, they were um, suggesting you for something. I forget oh. what it is. Oh. But they were saying, "Oh, you should ask Asher to do that, and then you materialize." They should ask me because I'll probably do it. Um, because I—that's what I do. I do all the things, right? And so <laughs> that's. <laughs> just kind of what, what it is no um but anyway yeah so i that's what i found that out over the weekend uh it it made me sad that somebody felt like because i just want to get along with everybody like i'm seriously not like you know i was talking to somebody the other day and they were they were they described me as a drink and they described me as a a very spicy bloody mary and um you know i kind of hate that i don't hate it but it's just that I, I come across as very intimidating and, I guess, mean, like a mean girl. And I'm not that way. And I, I don't ever want to be perceived that way. I'm very much all about everybody getting along and, you know, having a good time and good things and good feelings and positive vibes and all that. And I, I just don't get where everybody gets that uh, impression of me. So I, I don't know. Um, either that way. That you're mean? That I'm mean, yeah. Because you're from Dayton and your hood is fuck? <laughs> Is that what like, it is? <laughs> you're a little scary. Like, I'll be honest. And I'm, I, I could probably fucking kick your ass. But, like, I wouldn't fucking. I, you if you I, would. If, You'd, like, tap me. And I'd, I'd break out in tears. Like, I'm super sensitive. No. I, I if, if I was, like, another girl or, like, a, a, a fucking goofy little boy, like, I would be intimidated by that. Which is silly because I don't. I'm not mean at all. You know, and, and so that's the thing. I mean, so why do I have more guy friends and girls? Well, it's also probably because, like. I could joke around with my dude friends and be like, I'm going to touch your butt. And they'll be like, yeah, do it. I could joke around with my girlfriends. I'm like, I'm going to touch your butt. And they'll be like, well, yeah, I don't know, you know. And, you know, so I, I think that's, <laughs> that's also the difference there um, is that I just like to be able to have the freedom to to be me. and <laughs> I, To grope? To, yes. <laughs> yeah, I used to have that freedom, and then Me Too happened, and now I'm just fucking – sitting here minding my own business well you gotta let them come to you i guess you know if, if they open that door and they're like hey <laughs> can i touch your butt <laughs> let them touch your butt pat i mean that's, that's right. <laughs> i have no boundaries i was i had an interesting childhood i don't know what i don't know what healthy boundaries are anymore. you know it, same and <laughs> yeah. i i do have i have a big issue with that and you know i also felt the 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 you know, shrapnel from me too because of it. Because just because I'm a woman doesn't make it okay for me to go around groping people. And I still struggle with that a lot because I assume that if we're friends, then like you already know, you should know what to expect. That doesn't mean you consent. Um, you know, and that's that's my bad. And I apologize in advance to anybody that I may have or may grope in the future. Um, but I'm, you know, I got my own my own issues. But <laughs> well, I, I could say this: you and I have hung out 
together twice so far, and you've always been very seated very at good. the complete opposite side of the room. That's true. So, <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. As, as far away as possible with a fucking yardstick. So there's that's a good uh, point. Well, the pandemic has also taught me a little bit differently, and I don't necessarily like the other end of the spectrum that I've come to know um, because I, I, I'm very much a, a touchy-feely, huggy type of person, and I, I still want to be that person, but um, like I said, being in a, in a pandemic has changed that for me personally, and I, I don't like that. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be afraid to touch people. Um, yeah. you know, well, so. by the time this show airs, I think the pandemic is officially over. It'll be March second. So that's true. That's true. That's isn't that so, uh, why why March second? I don't <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah, because this is <laughs> over. It's over. There's no more it's masks. It's, it's done. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Well, okay. So this is. I mean, I've given you guys permission. If you see me, we can we can touch. Don't touch my no no areas, but you can we can hug. That's. <laughs> I'm just gonna shut up now. <laughs> Hey, uh, speaking of which, this yeah. uh, Thursday, March 3rd, yes. you and I are both going to be on CryptoCasters at 8.30 Chicago time. Yes, we are. We are going to be over there um, representing. It is Cryptid March Madness over on CryptidCasters. And uh, we are the regional team for the Midwest, talking about Midwestern cryptids. And uh, we're the best team, obviously. Um, you know, I don't know. Who else is going to be on it? Do we even know? I know Nash Hoover is going to be on it. Yeah, he's um, the team captain. Jeremiah, uh, CIA, Mr. Yeah. G Man himself. Mr. <laughs> He'll be on there spreading disinformation and <laughs> logging everyone's IP addresses. You know, you know how he, you know how he does. Yeah, I mean that's you know as he do. Definitely. Oh, Carter, Carter's going to be on from um, uh, Mysteries Obscure YouTube. Carter's really neat, actually. Uh, we met him at CryptoCon. Um, he's 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 young, so we have to be mindful of that. He's He's of age, but he's young. He's under twenty-one. Oh, um, wow, okay. I know that. I know that much. And then, uh, is that it? Is that all? Is that all? It's gonna just us? Yeah, I guess it's, so. Yeah, that sounds about right as far as roster goes. Yep. So we are, but we're gonna kill it, and uh, you should definitely tune in. Um, if you're, if you're not on Clubhouse, I mean, why? Are you serious? I mean, why not? I don't understand. Um, it's a great time. It's a very open, open world discussion. We've kind of. Ha I keep saying this every time we talk about it. We kind of keep having a lull and. In uh, Clubhouse, but um, I would definitely like to start up more rooms again and and do that. And uh, I think it's neat. So there is that. Um, also, we have a winner for our hundredth uh, episode giveaway. If you listened to the whole entire episode and you got the password and you told either Pat or myself this password, um, you were entered into a giveaway to pick out one item from the merch shop. And that winner this week was our buddy Sherwin. Sherwin Sketch. Um, which, you know, congratulations, Sherwin. I'm, I know that you're super excited. Um, get with me or I'll get with you and, and you let me know what it is you would like sent to you. I just need your mailing address and uh, I, can, I can send it on its way. For good measure, if you'd like to also send me your social security number and your debit <laughs> card number too, that would be great. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but no, seriously, Sherwin, congratulations. Um, thanks for listening to the show. And uh, listening to the entire, the 100th episode was almost three hours long. So that was uh, definitely a pioneer. And <laughs> in, uh, in, uh, on Wednesdays, we talk weird. That's the longest episode we've ever done. Um, so that's cool. Um, maybe we'll do it again. I don't know. Maybe you should listen to the whole episode and see if you get the password this time. That's on you. Um, but yeah, there's that. Um, you know, I also wanted to mention a couple of other things. Um, you know, first and foremost, if you like the show and, and you, you're a longtime listener here, 
um, why not go and, and, and give the show a rating? You can even review it if you're listening to it on uh, Apple Podcast or other things like Podchaser, um, Good Pods, um, whatever it is you're listening to it on. If there's a rating system, you should definitely give your feedback. Um, if you hate it, say you hate it. I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, if, but if, if you love it, say you love it. You let us know. Um, YouTube, also, if you're listening on YouTube, comment. Interact with the show as you're listening to it and, and, and whatnot. Um, there was also a couple of other things I wanted to mention. Um, so as well as CryptoCasters this week, um, this past week, the part four of the four-part Indrid Cold series that I did over on the Infinite Rabbit Hole podcast came out. Um, if you haven't listened to that series, I absolutely cannot say enough good things about those guys and that episode. Um, you know, as you guys know, I'm I'm very close with, with Tanya Derenberger. Tanya listens to the show, and she's going to be coming on very soon. Um, but, you know, I've gotten really close with the family. Um, you know, we've, we've talked about this a lot. I've been investigating the Indrid situation. So they invited me to come talk about Indrid, and they did so within a four-part series. Um, now, these guys knew their stuff. They did a really good job. Um, and if there's <laughs> they left no stone unturned with this Indrid study that they did. So anything and everything you could ever want to know about Indrid Cold is over on the Infinite Rabbit Hole podcast. Um, also, I wanted to bring up Monster Radio is still going strong. We just came out with our third episode. Um, we had Matt Squatch from Matt Squatch Presents on talking about all kinds of weird, fun, crazy, kooky things. Um, we will be continuing the show. Um, so if you're not tuned in there right now, Monster Radio is exclusive to YouTube. I will be getting up, getting it up on podcasting platforms soon. Um, but go subscribe to Monster Radio on YouTube. I listened to this last episode with Matt Squatch. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought what it was did you think? Uh, it was a lot of him. I didn't hear a lot of you. Matt, uh, a lot of Matt Squatch. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. He was the guest, and you have to be the hosts, and, and whatever. Right. But, um, no, I probably listened for about a half hour or so. When I was okay. playing video games and production quality was good. Uh, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't, I don't know. It's Bigfoot. You know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was good. I, I would, I will definitely uh, listen to future episodes. It's not sure. bad. I, 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 I assure our audience, it is not a derivative spinoff. This is not some lackluster, like, you know, like if they tried to do, a spinoff of The Office with Dwight, and it just was fucking stupid, right? That's not what this is. No, it's this its is own good. thing. This is like Angel to Buffy. Like, it's, it, it holds up. It's good. Oh. So Wow. Well, that's a very, that's a compliment right there. Well. Um, who am I? Am I <laughs> who would you, well, I, am, I don't Which know. Which character would I be? You would be Spike. I probably would be Spike, yeah. I probably would be. I'm all brooding and dark and a badass, but inside I'm squishy and a crybaby. Um, <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, no, Monster Radio is still going. Um, you know, we're, we're doing the damn thing. Technical difficulties are keeping me from uploading it correctly to the podcasting platforms. It's kind of stupid starting a podcast. Um, you know, it's kind of just a lot of dumb stuff, emails and things you got to send. But anyway, um, also, March 12th coming up is the High Strangeness Erie event in Erie, Pennsylvania, um, where yours truly will be the master of ceremonies, interviewing uh, people that have had encounters with High Strangeness live. I will be talking about my own encounter um, there on the stage. We will be selling some really sweet, um, on Wednesdays we talk weird merch. 
Uh, actually, we have a ex- an exclusive design done done by Jonathan Dodd, um, which if you listen to the show, you likely know who that is. If you don't, you gotta catch up. Um, <laughs> Jonathan Dodd's an amazing artist. I'm not gonna unveil what the actual um, what it is yet, what the design is yet, but it's great. You guys are gonna, really gonna like it. Um, but that's coming up march the 12th and then of course june 11th is the wiseville ufo festival and i will be there also um i'm not speaking at this one uh but i do have a table of course you can come up say hi um we can hug we can touch and uh that'll be great so that that's all finally i'm finally done with my spiel nice it was getting a little long I know. It is, I, I, I do everything. Oh, I mean, oh, we must be doing another three-hour episode again. Of course. Yeah, this time around. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Not important. Ah, okay. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Let me mark that down here. What was that? 20 minutes? That's cool. Uh, See, they don't have to listen to the whole episode. That's nice. All right. Okay, so with all, with all that out of the way, all that fun, um, you guys want some news? Yeah, show me what yeah. you got. Here's, here's the better stuff. Um, okay, two things happened um, that I noticed. So apparently there is a Japanese university that is going to be doing DNA testing on a 300-year-old alleged mummified mermaid. Hmm. So they found this mer- this mermaid right now is considered a a sacred object and it is now housed at a temple that I'm not going to even possibly try to butcher the name of because I'm very white and <laughs> so anyway um they promised to to preserve it as much as possible but they are taking DNA samples this thing looks very much like uh like the like a Fiji mermaid and it probably is that <clears throat> it looks like uh it was caught supposedly in a net probably sometime between 1736 and 1741 um so it is it is really old and there is record of it you know dating back to that time or at least there seems to be some type of paper trail following this mermaid around um but they have been given permission to go ahead and conduct a dna study they're gonna they're going to test um the top half and the bottom half if you're not familiar with what a fiji mermaid is um, it is basically a taxidermy um, thing that was toted around by um, P.T. Barnum himself. And uh, it was just the upper body of a, of a type of monkey and then the bottom half of a fish, um, which ends up looking like, uh, well, a mermaid. Um, so, And these are popular. You can actually purchase Fiji mermaids now. Um, get them on various websites. My friend Cherish over at her secret chamber house of artwork and oddities, um, she's got one. You know, I mean, they're pretty, they're pretty popular. Um, so this could have just been a 300-year-old hoax, um, but we'll find out. Those results should be out in the fall. What is the, what is the consensus with the mermaids? Because like, obviously, we all know what mermaids are. Sure. Right? Like, we've seen Peter Pan and fucking Splash and shit. So, like, is there a, is there really historical precedence for these things existing? I mean, I've heard a lot of, um, a lot of people try to dismiss them as like manatees or like drunk sailors trying to fuck whales or whatever. Like, sure. Like, what what is the what is the consensus in the in the cryptozoology community about mermaids? Uh, you know that's a touchy subject because Animal Planet a few years back came out with uh, two different mockumentaries about it. Um, and I can't remember what exactly they were called. One's called like Mermaids: The Body Found, and then the other one's like Mermaid Something Something. 
Um, they ended up like hoaxing. I mean, okay, it was a mockumentary, so it, you know what? It's up to the viewer's discretion to make sure that you were actually reading the the credits proper and you're not actually taking it as fact. Um, you know, however, you know some of the stuff that they filmed were like alleged videos, mermaids, and you know they made it sound very real. It's what a mockumentary is, and um, it really muddied the waters uh, with mermaid speak. Um, I do have mermaids on the list of show topic ideas. I would like to really talk about it in depth. And me and Ivy talked about it, um, I believe, in our Atlantis episode is when we talked about mermaid, mermaids a little bit. Um, but I don't think they're real. Half human, half fish people? No, I don't think they're real. I don't think they're real. I think that... Um, well, it doesn't you know, have to be, you know, that that could be one of those things that it, it, artistic uh, lies, you know, liberty that people take to make it seem more clearly defined. Um, it could be more of an aquatic humanoid species or something like more like a gill man from like Creature of the Black Lagoon than, you know, a chick with tits like Ariel or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or no, are those considered two completely different? It could be. I mean... I, I would think that those are different things because we have things like, uh, you know, lizard, lizard man and frog man. And you know what I mean? And they're kind of, I mean, they're amphibious, which is a little like, I think the creature is more amphibious than. Oh, can we do a quick side track real quick? What the fuck is up with this frog man thing that I'm seeing everywhere now? It the Loveland like, frog? Yeah, that, like that. I Maybe I'm just in the dark, but I saw I knew nothing about nothing. And then all of a sudden it's everywhere on Instagram and Twitter in the past like two three weeks <laughs> i don't know did why they, it's all of a sudden one? did one of them try to register to vote or something like it's, what's it's, going on it's because i talked about it and everybody's talking about it um <laughs> no i don't know i believe <laughs> that i have not I, that's a reasonable explanation we're trying to it could be that, right? um it's it's a it's an ohio thing um allegedly back in i think it was the 70s might have been the 60s i don't know i had to touch up on it um police officers saw this six foot tall bipedal frog crossing the road and it like it like came upon like a bridge or whatever or like you know an interstate like a guardrail and it kind of like looked back at them and then like hopped over and just kept walking you know and they were like and it was police officers that claimed that they saw it i mean it's supposed to be credible right um other uh, i think other people saw it i think another group of officers saw three of them like hanging out together and like one of the frog people had like a magic wand <laughs> dude this is the next episode right here <laughs> we can this... do the loveland frog yeah <laughs> yeah because that's when i play D, that's usually one of my npcs is a bullywog is a, is a frog character frog man. I, yeah well they're little they're they're not like six foot they're more like you know gnomes or whatever but i like using them as uh as thieves or something and yeah, then, you know, no one ever wants to play a thief, but sometimes you want a thief in the party. So I, I, I especially when I work in my spelljammer shit, which no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about right now except for Darius. But uh, yeah, so like when I saw that, like the frog humanoid things, I'm like, that's some cool D and D shit. What's going on? But now that you mentioned magic wands and there's three of them hanging out, yeah. like wow, okay. So yeah, was this a flap, or is this something that happened like over the decades? Or was I mean, people had, people had kept seeing it, and then uh, one, of the, one of the officers, you know, the one, I think, one of the original officers that saw it, um, saw the one cross on the road, that's the more famous one, um, was like dead set on finding this thing, because he's like, I don't know what I saw, and it was a big frog man. And 
flat. And uh, so he, he was dead set on finding it. He did eventually shoot and kill an iguana, someone's pet iguana that was missing its tail. And he said, this is the thing that I saw. Iguanas now, are like the size of a stapler. Mm, no, iguanas get pretty big. Yeah, but they they're not, pretty big. They're never bipedal. But they're not they're not right, and they're not six feet tall either. So people right. are like, mm, I don't know, my guy, if that's what you saw. Um, but you know, that's what he said he saw. And um, you know, then it things kind of stopped, right? I mean, there wasn't really any talk about it until two thousand and sixteen when Pokemon Whoa. Go became popular. Oh my god, I love this story. And well, how do you how do you not know about the Frogman, but you know the story? And no, 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 um, I just where this story's going. Now you're bringing oh, in fucking okay. Pokemon Go. Like this is fucking yeah. yeah. Well, a, a, a bunch of teenagers are playing Pokemon Go. Just stop, just stop, just stop. We got to do an episode on this. Okay, we'll do an episode. But, but where's Loveland <laughs> in comparison to Dayton? Is it close or like? It's like I think it's like forty five minutes. Oh my god. It's not very far. If I end up doing that eerie PA thing, I'll come down early and let's do the Snake Mound and then look around, look for the fucking frog dude. I, if I can, yeah, I'll try. I mean, I work, but, you know, I'll try. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'll just quit my job. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, going <laughs> I've been, I mean, that's my goal. My next goal is to quit my day job. So I'm getting closer and closer every day. Um, <laughs> anyway, okay. So what were we talking about? Mermaids. Mermaids, yes. Um, so mermaids are, um, I don't know. It's up in the air. There is the aquatic ape theory, which is something that's been posed as that, you know, some, instead of evolving into land-dwelling humans, you know, because we're primates, um, some species branched off and evolved into, like, aquatic primates, basically. Um, and kind of like you're saying, it's not exactly, like, aerial type of mermaid, but it would be kind of more of a, um, of a, you know, like a monkey makes i guess makes mix with a fish i mean you know it'd be something that can live in the water um i don't know you guys want a uh, a mermaid episode uh you know you should let us know if you if you want a mermaid episode um doesn't really matter if you do or don't because we're probably going to do it anyway so <laughs> <laughs> your opinion means nothing here i'm just right. kidding <laughs> and you of course you guys want us to talk about mermaids we will um, we'll get there. But anyway, so the 300-year-old mermaid, I'm sure I'll have an update on that as soon as we know what it is. <clears throat> the other thing was, uh, over on TikTok, there was a really interesting video that, that surfaced that came out of Melbourne. And that's in Australia. If you I don't saw know. that, yeah. Yeah. Um, some some kids were driving around when they saw this weird creature outside, and uh, they took a video of it. And some people think, and even the, the people in the video thought that maybe this was the extinct uh, Tasmanian tiger. And, uh, you know, when you look at it, it, it does look like that. I mean, it's small. for. I mean, Tasmanian tigers are, they're not huge, but they're bigger than that. Um, you know, but they kind of, they were driving, and they saw it in the street, and they didn't just, like, see it in the street. Like, these kids got out and, like, yeah. chased them down. Like, they were serious. Right, which is what I love. Like, I don't, I'm not necessarily, like... I don't know what the fuck that thing was. It was a weird looking dog or fox or something. And right. I'm, I, I'm not, in, I'm not up on my, my, you know, zoology enough or cryptozoology sure. enough to be able to say what it was or it wasn't. But I think the initiative that those kids showed and what they did. Yeah. Good for them. That is what I think we should be seeing more of in the 21st century when it comes to spotting. So a lot of people make the argument of like, well, if you see a Bigfoot, are you going to go for your phone right away? Or if you see the if you see the Jersey Devil, you can go for your phone right away. Well, these kids saw something that they didn't know what the fuck it was, and not only did they go for their phone right away, but they grabbed sticks and chased it. Now maybe that's an Australian thing, 
Those people are they descended could be. from criminals. They got balls, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're descended from criminals. I don't know. But, like, fuck it, A. That's what you need. And I think that's what's, you know, as far as, like, footage goes and, you know, the, the, next, the next evolution of, you know, cryptid footage, like, this is what it should be. This is, this is the direction we should be moving in. So this specific well, specific case, I don't fucking know what that thing was. It was weird looking. I'll give you that. But yeah, um, it definitely. I think that's you know, good job, kids. You know, that's what a me and my people, friends would have done. A lot of people seem to think that it was um, maybe a fox or that just had mange or or something like that. Um, you know, the Tasmanian tiger has been extinct for I think it's going on a hundred years now. That tail um, was crazy though. It, well, it, it, exactly. The yeah. tail, the back end of it, is really what makes it look. I mean, the Tasmanian tigers have such a distinct back end. Um, you know, it, it look that's what it looked like. And uh, you know, the thing is, is about a lot of people in that area will tell you that no, they're not extinct. They live here. We see them. You know, they insist if there is going to be a cryptid discovery, I think eventually in my lifetime it will absolutely be the Tasmanian tiger. Um, because I, I think that they are going to be, you know, around a lot of people. Like I said, there's lots of sightings of them. There's a really popular picture that floats around. A lot of people are like, oh, that's not one. But to me, I'm like, how do you not think that that's anything but a Tasmanian tiger? You know, I don't know. Um, I, I hope that it is. I, I hope that's what they found. And uh, I, but uh, yeah, again, like Pat said, good for those kids, man. Good for you guys for jumping out of the car and chasing it down. Um, good for you for even knowing what the hell it might have even been because they're in the video they're like that's a Tasmanian tiger like they're like excited about it and you know that's I love to see it usually with these TikTok videos I don't like them um, a lot of these TikTok videos I think are fake I think it's really easy to fake things on TikTok this was not this that was obviously video is 100% real there's no question yeah. whatsoever no question right yeah whatever it was whether it be a Tasmanian tiger or a fox whatever it was um it was definitely an animal of some sort that they were chasing they didn't know what it was because um, they're chasing it down a residential street like in between like parked cars and shit like it right. looked it through a neighborhood like it's very organic and it's very it's not like oh they're in the woods and it's like do you see what that is and then there's like a jump scare because something pops up on right. a fucking tree. It's none of that stupid bullshit. It's like really some kids were driving yeah. around with their cell phones and they grabbed out, jumped out and took footage of something. Right. Um, exactly. Very, very genuine, I believe. I don't see how they could have faked it. Um, I don't know. I'll share the video and you guys let me know what you think about it, uh, of course. Again, your opinion doesn't matter here, but um, <laughs> I'll, let, I'll, I'll let you pretend that it does. No wonder why people think I'm mean. That's why I say shit like that. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, anyway, that's all I have for the news this week. All right. So we're doing good get, on let's time. Get, let's get into this. Um, and people were excited. Oh, that's right. One more thing, and it's not news, but it's it's about this episode. Uh, this episode is specifically dedicated to Daniel. You know who you are, and you know what you did, and this is all your fault. You're welcome. Um, that's it. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> With that being said, um, we've been talking about this thing for a while here, and uh, actually the, the whole world has kind of been talking about it for a while, well, at least the United States. Um, this Havana Syndrome thing, now, how right. crazy is that? Um, you know, if you kind of don't really know much about it, um, it seems to be that um, diplomats within the U.S. government um, seem to be stricken with uh, what JAMA is calling the Immaculate Concussion. 
um, because they're experiencing these weird issues uh, within their brains mostly, and there's really no outward reason for it to be happening. It seems to be happening in concentrated areas, um, like, I mean, in clusters of people. Um, sometimes it's even happening to these people's family members um, who, who might be in a general vicinity. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the short of it. Pat, do you want to get into the long of it? Yeah, it started uh, back in 2016 with uh, U.S. Canadian embassy staff that were located in Havana, Cuba. That's why we get the Havana syndrome. Um, and it's like you said, it's since then it's spread to U.S. intelligence and mili military personnel and other places such as China, New Delhi, India, Europe, and Washington, D.C. Now, the general consensus is that um, amongst people that – so there's a lot of debate whether or not this is actually real or it's mass yeah. hysteria. So yeah. we're, we're, we'll get to, the, we'll get to the, the mass hysteria shit in a minute. So we're going to – for the next couple of minutes, we're just going to proceed with the conversation, assuming this is all real, all right? And um, the general consensus amongst those people is that uh, these are intentional attacks using microwave-based technology, um, most likely from the Russians, and that what they're doing is they're uh, firing these microwave beams at the targets and like basically melting different parts of their brain. And it's giving them these different sim symptoms. Um, now, They've done a lot of research on the victims and the, the people that have come down with this stuff, and it's they haven't necessarily been able to prove that, but kind of the, the, the issue with something like this is that you, you're not going to believe what they tell you anyway, right? So right. if someone comes out and says, there's no way this is possible, we do not have the technology to fire microwave beams at people targeting like you know individuals like you're shooting somebody with a squirt gun or whatever and you know and and doing that and of course somebody's going to say well you know of course that's what you're going to say you know you're right you're going to you're going to claim this technology doesn't exist even though there's like patents that go back to the 70s that kind of loosely suggest that we've been work I mean, we have been working on stuff like this that's the thing is that the, you know the united the, the military industrial complex has a long long history of quote unquote non lethal what like developing non lethal weapons, right? And I don't know necessarily how non lethal this shit is because it seems to be really fucking people up. But you know, this is stuff that we do try to develop. And that's not a secret, right? So the right. question is is whether or not this is a byproduct of something that somebody developed. And if it is, you know, does the technology exist and is it causing these these symptoms which are varied, and that's the other kind of problem, is that not everybody seems to experience it the same way. Uh, some people, it, it, it's more like just tinnitus. Some people, it's like a long-standing concussion. Some people, it's almost akin to brain damage. Some people, it's just nausea and bullshit that kind of wears off eventually. Yeah, well, right, and, and you know, it, there's varying degrees of what it is one of the weirdest symptoms that that i've come across is the weird like screeching noise they hear like the metallic sounds that they that they some of them hear after you know they get this overwhelming feeling of, of sickness and headaches and um you know which is interesting you know because well, that's it that happened to one of the coast to coast am um oh if i forget his name right now oh my god wow oh fuck the saturday wow. the saturday coast to coast am guy who is based out of uh, uh, Minneapolis? He was one of my favorite 
DJs, and he was like a fill-in for Art Bell. And he had to quit Coast to Coast because he developed tinnitus very severely. It wow. happens. Yeah. I mean, that ringing in your ear where, like, you can't right. hear straight and it's disorientating happens to musicians a lot. I'm partially fucking deaf from playing on stage for so many years. Do you think I ever, ever wore earphones or, like, or like earplugs on stage? Like, of course not. I'm trying to get laid. Well, I mean, but there's a, it's a, I mean, there's a difference. I mean, tinnitus is just the, for the ringing, but, like, metallic sounds? What does that mean exactly? Well, the way I, it's Ian Punnett, too. The, he's the coast to coast guy, Ian Punnett. Yes. Um, the the way I experience tinnitus is, uh, it starts off low as a real high pitched squeal, and kind of gets louder and louder and louder, and then um, will eventually kind of fade away. And the whole thing lasts about a minute. It's not that bad, right? But people with severe tinnitus, people that have worked in radio their whole lives, or are musicians, or they're around airplanes or they're fucking constantly being flown places or i mean you know what i mean like or they're around gunfire or whatever um the only time i wear ear protection now is when i go in the range i mean even when i go when i'm at work and i'm around heavy equipment i'm in a boiler room or something or a fan room uh i should be wearing ear protection and i don't so and that's that's one of the arguments these people make is that like there's other explanations for this stuff you know um that doesn't mean that they're not it's not real I think it's interesting because a lot of people, okay, so we had this doctor come out not too long ago and was discussing um, studying the the brains and the symptoms of of, uh, military personnel that came into contact with these UAPs. And uh, that was kind of, I I feel like what maybe made talking about Havana syndrome on on the show a little bit more interesting because what he had found was that their brain scans were comparable to the ones that Jama had seen with the Havana syndrome study. And, um, you know, so anyway, a lot of uh, abductees and people that experience UFOs or, you know, things like that, um, they also describe this weird metallic sound. I've actually got somebody right now who um, is experiencing these weird metallic sounds almost nightly. And uh, so I, I thought that that was interesting um, because we would we would assume that, you know, extraterrestrials would have that type of technology. Um, we could certainly have that type of technology as well. Uh, like you said, it's no secret that we're developing that kind of stuff. You know, we, we know that we are. It could um, be from implants. I mean, that's what I always thought where abductees claim to hear like because that was that was something I remember on a very early special that ABC did on the abductee phenomenon back in the 90s. And they talked about how abductees hear these really high-pitched sounds. And they tried to say that there was a correlation where they would hear the sound right before there would be some kind of, like, car crash, someone got a car crash, you know, like a vent or something. Right. And, uh, you know, I was like, well, I've had these most of my life. I never thought too much of it. I thought it was just, like, but it ends up being tinnitus. Like, tinnitus is a real fucking thing. It is, right. It <laughs> you is. know? And, but that's, once again, I mean, that this is what this is what the Havana Syndrome story is draped in, is that the evidence is there. It's just how do you want to perceive it? It's, you can put all of the evidence that you have, all of the, uh, the physical evidence from the, from the victims, all of the circumstantial evidence as far as, like, the technology, 
that exists or that we know has been worked on. And you could, you could put that, you can have two groups of people agree on the validity of all that evidence, lay it on a table, and have them still come to two completely different conclusions based on how they stack it. You know what I mean? And that's, I think a lot, of, a lot of the conspiracy paranormal stuff falls in this category, you know? But Havana Syndrome is definitely one of them where you, you can't argue that these people are sick. They are. You can't argue that we've, we've been working on microwave technology as, as non-lethal weaponry. The question is, are these two being put together? And is, th is this a byproduct of these two being put together? Right. I think that this is a really good, um, the Havana syndrome is a really good testament to um, kind of how science works and uh, how we study things. I, I think that, like, again, uh, our pandemic is ending tomorrow. So, um, you know, people, but people don't realize is that um, that's actually really fucking quick for any type of illness. It takes a long time to study these things. And you only have a specific pool that you can study from. I mean, I think that there's only been, what, 200 cases reported Havana syndrome so far not that not very many you don't have a big you know a big pool to, to study against and then you know not to mention um we're having a hard time finding the cause of this I know that during the original 21 um that JAMA studied they had found that their brains had looked like what they had seen with um war veterans who had been hit with shockwaves after attacks and things like that um, but again, these people didn't report being hit with any type of, you know, near any type of explosions or, you know, there was no outward cause for these things to happen. Um, and without us having all of the proper information and really having the time to sit back and like study this, you know, it's going to, it's still going to be a while yet before I think we come to any type of conclusion as to what this is. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's pretend that this is, this is what's happening. Um if this is happening, why aren't they targeting more important people? Right. Well, who would you go for? I mean, the, the president? Yeah, but I mean, I don't, you know, I know we weren't going to get into the whole Ukraine thing, and I don't want to derail this too much, but there's something to be said, I think, when you're fighting a war not to necessarily make your first blow the killing blow. If you look at what's happening in the Ukraine right now, Russia could be doing a hell of a lot more damage than how they're doing. So as as of recording right now, it's kind of this weird thing where, like, Russia's driving tanks into the Ukraine and they're running out of gas, and, like, the, the Ukraine's really winning, and, like, people are just kind of deserting, and it seems like the whole invasion is is kind of, like, just falling apart, right? But this is fucking Russia we're talking about here. Like, you know that they have they have bigger guns. They have more higher trained troops. They have fucking spensters. They have like, and they're just not using them. They're using like, you know, just kind of like the the the, the front lines, like the disposable stuff. Uh, let's see if we can sure. knock them over with the fucking national guard. Not nothing against the national guard, you know, or like the reserve guys, right? And then we'll send in the vets. Then we'll send in the fucking, the, you know, the jet fighters and all this shit, right? If you have microwave technology that could potentially concuss somebody or, you know, you can kind of, you could blast someone's brain from a certain distance. Um, why wouldn't you go for Joe Biden first? Well, maybe they did. 
I don't know, people fucking seem to rag on Joe Biden a lot for being all goofy. Um, but it, it, I don't know. Maybe that's a military technique. Maybe it's a strategy. Maybe it's still in the, in the, the testing and development stage, you know? Uh, I mean, it could be. But, like, these people also aren't dying either. None of them have died yet, have they? No, but I think they're – I don't know how – I know I know a percentage of them haven't returned to work. And I think if you're dealing with people in the intelligence community and you're fucking up their brains, I mean, okay, yeah, you're not putting a body in a grave, but you're taking a, you're taking a chess piece off a board, you know, and that might be enough. I don't th- – and that's also to assume I, I don't think this is anybody's uh, – whoever, whoever's using this or whoever developed this. I don't think this was ever anybody's, like, you know, uh, Normandy or, like, you know, like, they're big. Like, this is how we're going to win the war. This is how we're going to take over the world is with Havana Syndrome. This was just another fucking thing that they were working on. Like, MK Ultra, like any of our stuff. You know what I mean? Um, where we, we put some time and money and effort into it, and we did some experiments, and we ruined some lives. But at the end of the day, no, it never really changed the tide of fucking history or anything. Although I guess you can kind of make that argument that MK Ultra did. But you know what I'm saying? Like I, I think this is this. My personal opinion is this, this is this, I believe this is a legitimate thing, and I think it's a psyop experiment that another country was running and saw some success with, and got picked up by the press, and got picked up by the I don't know what what would you call us the. Cons- the underground, I don't know, fucking whatever. Like we latched onto it. The the reason I wanted to do this show was because sixty minutes just did something on it last weekend, but they were very dismissive of it. Um, I haven't been able to find the video online of the sixty minutes segment, but I read about it, and they kind of took the same stance as this book that came out last year that I did want to touch on briefly too, um, where they're they're very skeptical and just kind of write it off as mass hysteria. You know, and say like, oh, look, you know, all these scientists say that the technology doesn't exist. We believe the scientists, therefore the technology must not exist. You know, and like th- that kind of proof works for some people. It doesn't work for everybody. Right. I mean, we know that, it, you know, that's the thing about it is that a lot of the information that we even have about about this syndrome is that, you know, a lot of it's under lock and key still. We don't so we still don't have all the missing pieces. A lot of it's still hush hush but we do know that the government is throwing funds towards it as if it is a real thing and that and so therefore and we have a name for it now we roughly have kind of the basis of what it is but that's about it um we still don't have all of the pieces of information to really comb over everything um because that it's it hasn't been declassified it hasn't been disclosed and um because they're still very much you know looking into it and, and and you know within reason um you know because if it is another country that is attacking us that way or our people that way we're not just going to be like oh we got your number and throw it all out there you know um but yeah i mean if it is a real thing you know what are the po- what's the possibility that it's not actually china or russia or because that's some of the theories going around it's another country doing this or cuba or whoever um what's the possibility that's actually us doing it to our own people Oh, very good. Very um, good. Right. I'd say pretty fucking high. I mean, that's who you'd want to test it on because you right. want, you're going to have access to, you know, if, if you just aim it at some random jag off in Russia and it hits them, you don't know 
what's going to – you might not have access to him three months down the road. But if you do it to one of your own people that are, is going to – especially someone that's in the military that's going to go to a VA hospital or something like that. Right. Like, you're going to have access to their health and follow-up, and you can monitor them closely and all that stuff. So, and then you can keep the information classified on what's found. Yeah. So it, it's very possible that this is something we're doing to ourselves. Um, but, I mean, it, it could also be being done. Neither one would surprise me, I guess, because I get if you've already done that, though, let's say you've already gotten through that phase of the, that, that phase of the trial and you know it works and you, you've been doing you, you did that shit in the 80s. All right? right. Now it's the 2020s. Now you're ready to take it and aim it at a foreign country. You know what I mean? So, yes, if this is very recent technology, yes, it would make sense that the United States is using it against their own people. To try to figure out the the angles of it, right? But yeah. if this is established technology and they already know those angles, then now it's time to put it. You know, rubber meets the road. Now it's time to fire it at the bad guys. You know, yeah. and that could be what this is. There's a lot of like, and and I honestly believe that like, you know, the reason there's so much animosity sometimes between us and these other countries is because I think there's a lot of like cyber security incursions there's a lot of these little fucking dust-ups that aren't don't necessarily make the news you know we like to think that the press is like this warmongering you know all they want to do is keep us watching clickbait you know destruction 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 i think the intelligence community has a different agenda the intelligence community doesn't give a shit about fucking avita ads you know what i mean or making right. sure that you stay on cnn and and watch another fucking you know jurassic world commercial I think they want to. I think they want to avoid a panic, and not necessarily let people know the dance that's going on here. And you know, this could be something that another country did to us that we don't want to admit to because it's so. It's an invisible threat. Uh, it's a silent weapon for a secret war, you know. And like, if this if this is real, and this is something that Russia has, who's to say that it's not being pointed at my fucking head right now? Who's to say the next time I come home from work with a migraine, it's because some fucking risky nailed me on the expressway with one of these fucking things. You know what I mean? Like, they don't need that kind of paranoia and panic. So they're going to downplay it. And even, and I'm a civilian. I mean, even within the intelligence community, the embassy workers, they still need, they still need people to go to Kazakhstan and fucking answer the phones and plunge the toilets and shit. They still need embassy workers that aren't necessarily spies to go over there and do their thing you know what i mean and if you're worried about getting shot with microwave guns through walls you know they got a hard enough time getting people to go to taco bell for work you know imagine trying to get those people to fucking show up yeah i mean i you know i guess i understand what you're saying i, I just have a hard time finding the motive um behind it because yes that could be very powerful but like i would think that it could only be p very powerful if it were causing um you know, people to die, and it's not. Mm. I mean, what they're inconveniencing people with a headache and some dizziness and nausea. You know, what does that do? I mean, I I think you can do a lot of damage by getting people sick. Look at look at what happened with COVID. But people died because of COVID. Yeah, and there's people that will that got hit with Havana syndrome that'll never work again or you know 
they're kind of taking off the board or not going back to whatever. I mean, I don't. We don't know that yet. You know, I'm just saying that because, like, okay, so back when I worked at Victoria's Secret, if you called in, all right, if you called in, it's one occurrence, right? But you might as well call off for the next two days because it's still one occurrence. So you get three days off for one occurrence. Yeah. Even if you're not sick. Yeah. Right. Even if you're not sick, you're gonna take advantage of all three fucking days. You're like, well, shit, I already called in, so I might as well just go ahead and call off the next couple days. So how do we know these people just aren't playing that shit up? They're getting paid. So why go back to work if you're getting paid to sit at home? This is from the Wikipedia page. Two years later, six of the subjects in the CDC investigation were still being rehabilitated for their injuries. Four were still unable to return to work. And that's out of, like, what is it? What did you say, 31 people or something like that? Right. 20, 21 people. So you're looking at one-fifth. 20%, I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty big number if you do it on a large scale. Um, but... Six out of the... How many out of the 30? Uh, or is no, that out of the 200? No, no, no. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Because if, look at, if it's look only it six out of 200, then it's a very real possibility they didn't return back to work because they had found that they had other issues and that's what was causing this and they're out because of just people our bodies suck you know what i mean right. we we don't know due to hipaa we'll we'll probably never know um what what is actually ailing them you know what i mean are they being and again there's all this red tape around this thing we just don't have enough information at this time i mean i'm i'm skeptical of it i think that it should be looked at um but you know i don't see anything that is extra concerning it sounds very scary microwave attacks on your brain that sounds horrifying um, and there are some things about it that I think are interesting that correspond to other things. Like I said, with people that, you know, contactees and things like that, I do find that interesting. I've, I haven't sat down and read the entire JAMA that JAMA's done two studies on it. I haven't read them. Um, I probably should have, but I didn't because <laughs> I got better things to do. But, um, you know, if I, if I did, I would like to see what they found and, um, you know, what all that correlates to, because like you said, there are things that cause this. Do they cause it together and, and, you know, within sync of each other? Are they um, contagious? No, not normally, which is the weird part about it, is that it's happening in clusters. Yeah. yeah. You know, I do I, think that's odd. And I had mentioned a book that came out uh, this year called Havana Syndrome, Mass Psychogenic Illness, and the real story behind the Embassy Mystery and Hysteria. So you can see by the language used in that title kind of which way the book is going to lead by using the word hysteria uh, sure it was written by robert w below uh medical doctor of neurology of ucla health who authored several books on neuroscience and mystery illness um so he's kind of a he's a peer-reviewed val you know valid guy but um he's already been accused it, so look up this book havana syndrome mass Psychogenic Illness and the Real Story Behind the Embassy Mystery and Hysteria. Look this book up on Amazon. Buy it if you want. I'm, I'm, I'll am i read it because what the fuck. I read a lot anyway. But um, it's interesting because the comments alone, you have people on both sides of the spectrum. You have people that accuse him of being a CIA, CIA shill, of course, with Joe Rogan and Jeremiah Byron. And then you have people that suggest that, no, he did his research. And there's no correlation here, and nobody can back the science, you know what I mean? And uh, as far as the medical stuff goes, there's, 
you know, there's nothing to suggest that these people were attacked or anything like that. And, um, you know, it's almost one of these, like, I don't want to, I don't want to bring up Q again, but like, you know, one of these Q type scenarios where the evidence, you know, there's no correlation. What do you want? You know, oh, but there's not going to be, oh, they're, you know, they're, they're changing the dates. Oh, they're doing this, they're doing that. And it's like, or it's not real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how many people do you have to listen to? to tell you that this isn't real before you acknowledge that it isn't real. How many, how, you know what I mean? How many experts do you have to listen right. to? And what expert credentials are you going to listen to? If someone's a medical doctor of neuro, neurology at UCLA and you're like, well, that guy's full of shit. Holy shit. Okay, then who the fuck do you want to hear from? Fucking house? If that house guy comes out with his cane and tells you that this isn't real, are you going to believe him? Hugh Laurie? You know what I mean? Like, What's it going to fucking take? Um, now, me personally, I want to believe in this because this is the kind of world I want to live in, right? I like to live in, you know, somebody, we were talking about this on Instagram. And I think it, it might have been Tobias or Adam or someone compared this to, like, the plot of a fucking James Bond movie. 100%. And I, I, I want to live in a James Bond movie. Sure. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink the tea on this one. Um, I'm not going to call these doctors fakes or anything because – motherfuckers got a phd and shit like i'm not gonna argue that but for my own personal two cents yeah it's probably real i'll sign off on it what the fuck <laughs> you enjoy you enjoy the thought that it could be i mean i understand i understand i, I would yeah. like to believe that you know this is a possibility um you know it, it, that's another thing it's not just the u.s focusing on it it's been happening um in multiple places uh canada's taken up an interest in it right um, china has also taken up an interest in it they've had their own people and, and again if it is if it is china, you know china doing it then it makes sense for them to start with their own people and work their way outward um you know who knows there was also a case during the cold war where the um, u.s embassy in moscow was hit with uh with microwaves and the thought was that um they were doing it to try to inter interfere with technology and the U.S. then went on to study these people, um, you know, that were that were in the embassy building um, for health effects, but they didn't find any. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but then again, microwave is just is just one. It could be some type of sonic weapon, um, could be some type of, of energy attack. I mean, who knows? You know, um, there's different types of uh, of energies, I suppose, that, that you could use to to attack people with. Um, you know, but, but they didn't suffer any adverse effects from that. And that was happening from the 1950s to like 1975, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it's not like we haven't tried these things or other countries haven't tried this. Um, were they intending to hurt the people? No, it doesn't sound like they were. Their intention was to, again, interfere with technology, not necessarily the people themselves. Um, you know, I, I also would like to believe that it's a thing. But there's just not enough about it yet. I am more than happy. I think we spend too much on our military. I think a lot of people that listen to the show hopefully would agree with that. We spend way too much money on our military. Um, but I wouldn't be sad about us spending more money on this because I think that we do need to have the facts and we do need to be informed um, if this is a possibility and if this is something going on because it's not just that. What would be stopping the average everyday person from then you know creating and and maintaining and having sonic weapons against your fellow person you know we can't even decide that every single american should be allowed to own a gun yeah well they should 
But I think the uh, well, not necessarily great for you. See, that. see, this is exactly that's the conflict. So not everybody should be allowed to have a sonic weapon. No one that I've slept with should be able to own a weapon. <laughs> Put it like that. Uh, you know, I was I, I I had this written for my intro and I didn't use it. You know, I, I talk about how girls always want to go to the ranch with me. My wife refuses to. Wow. She just n- has no desire to go, and I don't know if because she thinks that I'm going to shoot her or she's worried about shooting me. But I know it's one of the two. <laughs> I, I, I know that it's like, I don't want to be standing next to this motherfucker because I could just make him shut up for good. You should ask her and report back on the next I day. don't want to know the answer. And, and who knows if I'd even get the fucking truth. <laughs> I got her number. I'll text her. That's the only oh, time I've ever oh talked to her. God. Did I give you her number? Yeah, for your surgery. You were never to text her. Don't ever fucking do that. What? You guys are not friends. That's not we're, not friends. we're not doing that fucking game. We're talking about shit. But uh, you know what? I mean, maybe the maybe here's another hypothesis. Maybe the reason that this was researched as well as it is is because, every, like you mentioned, China looked into it. Other countries looked into it. Maybe it's because this is something that we knew could have worked. It's something we've all looked at at one point in time, and we thought, holy shit, but no one figured it out. And then this happens, and we're all like, holy shit, did someone else figure this out? You know what I mean? Like. Okay. Like, maybe that's it. Maybe so it's we're jealous. The, well, not just jealous, but someone beat us to the punch. Yeah. And maybe it is a civilian. Maybe it is some fucking goofball. It could, so, right. It could be you know just some mean? guy. You and know? That, and that would, was how he could travel around indiscriminately and just. He's not going to tell people. Like, he wants the sonic weapon to himself. He's like, nah, fam, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Maybe he, he owns a company and, uh, like the bad employees he doesn't like, he'll like just hit him with the son- the old sonic weapon, make him quit. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to build a character here. <laughs> just because I don't. <laughs> you know, it could be. It could be a civilian. I mean, that's another thing. I guess we're not really talking about much. It could just be anybody that has developed this thing, and maybe he doesn't even necessarily know that it's hitting people. Maybe he's testing it, or maybe not. Maybe now he's sitting in the back, going, "Yeah, that was me. I did that." I don't know. Well, if you're the guy that invented this gun and you want to come on the show and talk about it, we will give you full anonymity. Absolutely. We, we still never outed the fucking alien dick guy. That's true. You know That's what I mean? True. That's true. That's a good point. If we didn't out him, I mean. <laughs> yeah, you're safe. <laughs> Our word's good. Um, but no, I mean, you know, I, I think that it definitely opens up a whole new can of worms as far as war and, you know, things like that goes. I mean, it's not it's not above us to, to experiment with these things. Um you know, we've tested all kinds of different different acts of warfare. Um, World War II was just a whole entire shit show of us just throwing whatever at the wall and seeing what sticks, you know. Right. And uh, and that's where most of the stuff had started, really, um, was between World War One and World War Two, is when we really kind of let the mad scientists go. And, um, you know, but I don't know. I mean, I think that it's something to watch. Even when you, like, just, just Google it. Just Google Havana Syndrome. And when you do, when you go read down the headlines, it's different every single time. Right. You know, we learn something different every single time. So it's just not there yet. Um, you know, I, I would, I, I can't confidently say whether it is or is not a thing. Um, there's, again, obviously a lot of things about it that I am not very comfortable with landing on. Um, a lot of questions that I still have, though, um, you know, pertaining to it. And I, I do want to see where this where this goes, um, because it I think it's important. 
for uh, not just us as a people, but I think it's important for contactees because it sounds like they're experiencing a very similar situation. So I think that's neat. But I don't know. I don't really have, you know, that's the thing about it. We were going to do this episode and we kind of talked about it. We're like, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do this. Let's talk about it. And then we kind of started researching into it and it really wasn't a lot. No. It was kind of disappointing, right? Right. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say disappointing. I mean, I think it was thought provoking, but it definitely. Uh, it sounded way cooler than what it actually, than what we know right now anyway. Right. Well, it's because, like, you know, it sounds like the plot of a James Bond movie. And when you hear about it, you're like, oh, my God, that's fucking crazy. And it's got a cool name. You know what I mean? Right. And then you look into it and you're like, well, no, there's just these little clusters of people that came down with uh, illnesses that are kind of similar, but kind of not. And people have looked into it and no one's really found anything. And maybe they're lying. Maybe they're not. You know, you just kind of left at the end of the day. You're like, oh, it's one of these things. You know, it's yeah. something that maybe we'll find out more about 30 years from now. Yeah, definitely. Or, I mean, unless we go under attack, I mean, then we might find <laughs> you know, more out there. And who knows with the way that the world is right now and what's happening. Um, you want to talk about that at all? No. Well, I mean, I, I just, I, I mean, I will very much say that if you're listening to the show and, and you're curious, um, this is very much a um, we, we stand with Ukraine type of show. Um, I don't know. what I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. Just kind of watching and waiting and see, seeing what's going on. If you don't know um, somehow and you're not sure what's going on, um, Russia is invading Ukraine as we speak, and it is um, not great. It's not great times. So I don't know. That's all I really have to say about it. My my two cents is that they are uh, they are doing the roka dope, and that I think that they are gonna fucking annihilate that place, and I'm not happy about it. Yeah, but, but no, I I, I think that we are not seeing the full force of their the way it's playing out right now is so fucking weird with the amount of it it's like a, it's it's a roadmap to World War Three. You have them doing this half-assed fucking invasion. You have all the uh, European countries around them coming down with these like hardcore economic sanctions. You have them trying to basically let. Ukraine into the UN and the EU like as quickly as possible, which they've wanted to be let in for fucking a long years. time, yeah. Right, and they were ignored, but now they're going to be let in because now if they get let in and Russia continues the attack, it opens up the door for the other countries to start to attack Russia, and it's like you're just sitting there watching. You're like, what the fuck is this? And I think that it could go two ways. Either this whole thing could be over next week. And we move on to the next big thing, or uh, this is the start of fucking something pretty monumental. And you know, a lot of jokes being made online about, oh, you're, don't you ever get tired of seeing history being made? Uh, that could be what this is. But but to take this as face value, maybe it's the conspiracy theorists in me. It does. I I don't know. I don't buy it. You know, I I think by the time this show even drops. There could be there could be something else. Oh yeah, you know Definitely. what I mean. Because yeah. those first couple days when the Ukraine's winning, trust me, we all want to see the Ukraine win, and we are, and they made such a they did, they've done such a good job of making that president so fucking likable and such like this hero that like if he were to get killed, it'd be devastating. You know what I mean? And there's no way that Putin Putin can fucking off this guy 
without becoming public enemy number one. But then what happens? You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's just, it's, oh. Then we're up against Russia, and, and we don't want to do that. Well, how um, could they possibly win? Everyone would be up. They, they wouldn't. Who's on their side? You know, that's the thing is that with World War II, there was an access. There was a, there was a coalition. You had, you had Japan. You had Germany. You had Italy. You know what I mean? You don't have that here. You just kind of have one big-ass country trying to rebuild itself by, by taking over the countries that already lost. Um, I don't know. It's, it's very, very interesting. You have allies. Putin didn't do this because he didn't have allies. I can guarantee that. Putin's a very scary individual. Um, you know, God, I'd really like to psychoanalyze the guy sometime um, because he's fucking horrifying. I mean, that man is what monsters are made of. And, uh, you know, there, he thought about this. He didn't just go in there, guns blazing, oh, I'm just going to invade Ukraine today. No, this has been something that's been going on for a long time. Um, and he knew the implications. He knew what to expect. Um, he he was very aware of what the consequences could be. He thought about this. This was very calculated. Make no mistake of that. Um, you know, I just think that na- right now, everything that's happening, he's not surprised. So, I mean, I don't know. You know, let's let's see what you know. Let's see what happens over the course of the next couple of weeks. I think we're okay. I don't think that we're going to have any type of uh, you know terrible attacks or you know anything like that that's going to happen here on our land um, quite yet. But uh, we'll see what happens as it continues. Yeah, you're more of a military target than I am. Wow. Oh, definitely. I thought about it. Yeah. We're probably both equal. We could be, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, if they if they attack the base, I'm screwed. Eh, that's it. I mean, it's true. I thought I'm like maybe I should move, um, but you know, realistically, if we have nuclear war fallout, I mean, nowhere safe. So that's just the way it is. Um, but anyway, uh, maybe we'll talk about that on a future episode. Just, uh, I mean, we kind of talked about being on the base. I, I kind of mentioned, you know, the fact that like it's crazy here right now. Um, you know, we we've got a lot of military movement going on at the moment because there's lots of talks and. Um, things like that happening. We're seeing a lot more military personnel than usual. Um, our National Guardsman um, station is filled to the brim with people um, because they're all right outside the base. And so, I, you know, I don't know, but we, we don't know anything as civilians. We just know that there's a couple extra helicopters and vehicles out, you know, that's it. Um, but anyway, do you have anything else to add about Havana Syndrome, Pat? I got nothing. Okay. Wow. Uh, that was that, guys. If you have any other questions, uh, let us know. Are we doing a pass a password this week? Uh, whatever you want, babe. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we're going to do, oh, my gosh, I'm blanking now on a pass. I, I guess Havana. It's going to be Havana. Um, so that's your password for the week. Let us know. Is there going to be a giveaway associated with this one? You know, I don't know. Uh, you have to find out. Tell me those pass those passwords and, uh, you know, we'll. We'll talk talk about it next week. But until then, we'll see you guys back here next Wednesday.